Hi, this is David Sweet, CEO and founder of Focus Core Japan. And if you were like many of the APAC leaders that I speak to, you're struggling in Japan to find the right talent. You get bombarded with irrelevant resumes or a lack of resumes altogether. I would like to invite you to discover the power of Focus Core's retained search. Let Focus Core help you swiftly secure top tier talent in this candidate short market. I'd like to invite you to shoot me an email and explore how we're different. And with a 100% refundable trial, we can revolutionize your hiring process today. Now, on to our podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Focus Core podcast. I'm going at it solo today and talking a little bit about how to hire a talent acquisition professional for your team. A lot of companies have brought the recruitment side in house and are looking to hire talent acquisition professionals. However, it can be difficult for businesses within Japan to decide who is a good TA for the company and what exactly they should be looking for. So, today I'd like to go through and basically take a look at three things. First, define what you're searching for as a TA for your specific company. And then, second, go through what things you are offering、uh, as a business for a TA that would attract them and what you're not. And then, lastly, give you、uh, a few bits and bobs about what I think are important if I was to hire a TA for a company. So, as a recruiter who's been、um, Both internal and external. I spent 10 years doing human resources in the US. I, I spent、uh, almost another decade in Japan doing recruitment before going back to the US and being internal HR myself, and then coming back to Japan and, and setting up Focus Core. So I've seen、uh, both sides of the talent acquisition fence and what that looks like. And what successful TAs should look like. Also, I've trained a lot of recruiters. Had, I've had a training company which trained recruiters, and a lot of these recruiters have gone on and gone internal as successful recruiters to develop their career. And I'm going to have a couple of quotes from、uh, a couple of these people that I, I highly respect, and I think they're excellent、uh, talent acquisition people. So let's start off first by defining what you're looking for a TA to do. There are different levels of what a company needs. Someone who needs to hire 10 people a year versus 200 recs a year are very different people、uh, that you'd be looking for. Are, and so the first kind of questions I start to ask are 
Are you looking for someone that needs to be more uh, a coordinative, coordinative recruiter? Someone that would coordinate external vendors and look to schedule meetings and coordinate your internal managers? Or are you looking for someone that needs to actively source candidates that would be looking at LinkedIn and other job boards? And then you need to ask yourself, what kind of resources are you using? Do you have job boards? Do you have LinkedIn? Uh, do you post on your website? Um, and then the last one, and, and this is super important, is do you want this person to do employee branding for your company? Employee branding seems to be on the tips of everyone's tongue in Japan, and it's critical for companies to have someone to do employee branding if they're doing a large quantity of hiring and want to bring the best people in. Second, you need to start asking yourself of what kind of experience are you looking for for your talent acquisition person. Do you need someone who's had a lot of experience in searching for candidates or are you just looking at someone who is able to do the administrative side of the job? If you're bringing someone in from agency side, um, you need to realize that the best recruiters would want to stay in agency if, because it's basically a sales job and the fact of the matter is they'd make a lot more money staying in-house than they would moving in-house uh, as a talent acquisition person. Whereas poor recruiters on the agency side who have only had one to three years of experience will not have that much recruiting knowledge. So if you are hiring someone with less than three to four years of agency experience, you're probably hiring someone that doesn't know much about recruitment and you're probably not helping your company's recruitment. If you are trying to hire someone that's already experienced as a talent acquisition person, then you'll definitely need to pay for that experience. And oftentimes, if these people are coming from an industry that tends to pay higher, pharma, IT, then you're looking at a premium price for these TA people. Again, are you looking for someone who is proactive or reactive? I think that's probably the most important question you need to ask prior to hiring someone. What I mean by that is reactive. Again, these are recruiters that will come in and do most of your coordination and administration. They are going to you know, work with your vendors. They're going to look at the resumes and screen them for um, whether they're applicable for your jobs and then they'll coordinate the meetings and get the offer letters out to the candidates. Or do you want someone that's a bit more proactive and again is sourcing people and going into actively attracting people to your company. And then in that case they are looking to introduce systems, they're looking at introducing an applicant tracking system or streamlining contracts. So 
if you do nothing else from this podcast, uh, when you're hiring, I would recommend you, you define first and foremost what you're looking for. Um, let's also talk about what you're offering as an employer of choice, especially if you're trying to entice a recruiter away from an agency. You are offering a chance for a recruiter to move away from sales, uh, being less KPI-centric, and move in-house. As um, one of my previous colleagues, uh, Hisato Wakaizumi, who's now over at Mazars doing talent acquisition, said, there's no more BD to clients. Teams are happy to spend time with you. You will have deeper knowledge in the industry as they can give you education, though you still need to provide value. So that's uh, Hisato's words as far as, you know, you're offering that knowledge away from sales. You're also offering an opportunity to work in HR uh, instead of working agency side. You also are offering a chance to be industry specific instead of consulting to a variety of industries. If you're in a larger company, you're offering an opportunity to move up in the company uh, as well as regionally or location. As uh, one of our previous employees, uh, the wonderful supply chain Wayne, uh, asked, told me when I sat down and told him about this podcast is that you know, recruiters in-house can work on regional projects. Participating in regional projects is a wider scope of capabilities. And so if that's something else that you can entice these agency recruiters with. Um, a couple more ideas. Uh, one from Hisato, again, you can be a true business partner. Um, so that's important uh, for agency recruiters who may not get to be a business partner. They're going in and working with a company quite quickly and then moving on to the next company and next company as a consultant. And lastly, and probably most importantly for selling to recruiters uh, that you're trying to entice, Wayne Yoshida says, you get to directly influence hiring decisions. As a talent acquisition manager, Wayne told me, you have control over the entire recruitment process from defining job requirements to making final hiring decisions. This authority allows you to shape the talent acquisition strategy and ensure the best hires for the organization. So if that's something that your company is going to offer, that's fantastic. If you are interviewing a talent acquisition person, what you are probably not offering them. So if they're sitting across from you and you're selling them your company and you've gone through these things, here's some of the things that you're not going to be able to compete with them. You're probably not offering them more money. They are on a commission in most recruitment companies and the earning potential in a recruitment company is so much higher than what most internal recruiters get you are probably not offering a better work-life balance or more freedom. Again, recruiters tend to be on the consulting sales side and because of that, they are in control of their schedules and there's much more freedom around that. They're based, their, their lives are based on outcomes 
and they're evaluated based on outcomes, not on just being in the office. And so that freedom will probably dissipate as they move in-house. You're also probably not offering them a chance to be better uh, to get out of recruitment. <laughs> they, I mean, once you go in-house, you're still in recruitment. You still need to do the recruitment processes. You're also not offering necessarily a better exposure to business. Uh, as Wayne Yoshida says, unlike working in a recruitment company, talent acquisition managers primarily focus on internal hiring needs, which is limiting exposure to diverse industries and clients. Your information gathering becomes a bit more difficult and you just don't get a wider network if you don't have that already. And also, you're probably not offering them less administration work, but more administration work. So keep those in mind when you're interviewing for talent acquisition people. So let's get down to brass tacks. If it was me, what would I do for hiring? Um, the first thing I do is I meet lots of recruiters over a long period of time. I'd get to know people, get to know the recruiters, get to know what they're good at, and give them a couple of searches and see if they can fill them in my organization and then start to entice them to, to work for me. If uh, you haven't met a lot of recruiters or if you're in APAC and you're not having that opportunity to do that within Japan, then here are some other things that I would definitely be looking for. The first one is I look at uh, a recruiter's social media profile and their social media presence. There are quite a few TAs that don't have much presence on LinkedIn and I find that those recruiters aren't very good. Or also in Japan it's unwise because in Japan even though LinkedIn isn't that strong, employer branding is uber important in Japan and in this market and it's a valuable tool regardless and if your talent acquisition person doesn't know the ins and outs of LinkedIn if you're not finding them there if they're not already there with a couple thousand um, people in their network I wouldn't probably bother with them they just they just don't have the network depth that you're going to need uh, for your organization I also check all of the social media Facebook Instagram Twitter TikTok to see who the person is I'm looking for. Um, then I, in meeting with TAs, I, I asked them some simple questions such as how they would source candidates. So this is the main job for a TA. It should be a pretty standard question and they should come back with some good answers. Here's some simple answers that I would like to hear. First and foremost, a database and they ask if you have an applicant tracking system as well. So if that's their first answer, then you know at least they know how to work on a database and uh, that's important. They, they might also say a couple things like LinkedIn or job boards. Those are all great answers. You would expect those from a recruiter. Um, some better answers that are not as um, easy um, and need a little bit more thought I would like to hear um, answers around networking. Uh, with Again, with employer branding, recruiters need to be networking out, meeting people in your area and industry. Um, I'd like to hear referrals. 
That means that uh, recruiters are knowing how to ask for referrals and are consistently doing that. I would like to hear them say that they would uh, explore starting an internal referral program for the company. I definitely want to hear about employee branding and and I'd still like to hear about headhunting. There are good recruiters in the world that do still headhunt. Um, any way that I, I'm listening for a recruiter that can search for passive candidates, especially in Japan, there's uh, active candidates and you can get those off BizReach or Re- Recruit or LinkedIn, but it's the passive candidates that are, are super difficult to find. And if you can find a good recruiter that is looking for passive candidates, that's what you're, you're really trying to look at. Um, also, some other things that I look for is I'm looking for someone that can understand the hiring needs of my organization pretty quickly. What that means is someone that knows the nuances between from the difference between a finance person and an accounting person, for example. There's a lot of times I've talked to recruiters who do not know the difference between finance and accounting. They think they're the same job. Or that um, e-commerce and uh, internet marketing are the same. The The people that you want um, are have attention to detail about what makes similar jobs different. Um, I also look for, and this is my most important search when I'm looking for TAs and people who can recruit, is someone that can match culture fit and personalities. What that means to me is that this person is looking for potentiality. Uh, Someone that knows who can fit in our company even if the skill set is just uh, off a little bit. So I remember uh, Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, and he's talking about having the right people on the bus and then you find the seat for them, meaning you have people that have the right behavior, values, systems, personality for your company, and then you'll find a place for them. And A recruiter that can sit down with someone and quickly assess that this person belongs in your company and and they may not know what that seat is, is a valuable recruiter um, because they're always looking for potential and hopefully they're always meeting people that are good for your, your, potentially for your company. Um, So for example, I have one client who um, wants to see Japanese CPAs. So we know that if there's a Japanese CPA in my inbox, I would send it over to them. Um, I have someone else who likes people that were um, working at big four um, accounting firms. So, and that they know that that training is appropriate for their organization. So when I see someone good for the big four, I know to send them over there. So each company has their own kind of uh, buzzwords that that help um, move companies into move people into that company. So, a recruiter that realizes that and is able to match beyond just skills um, is very valuable. Uh, lastly, someone who has a positive mindset. Uh, let, let's face it, 
talent acquisition is a difficult job. Talent acquisition people are often going out searching for people and getting told no, they're not interested, they're being frustrated um, by searching for very difficult positions. And you need someone who has a positive mindset that is explaining your company in a positive light that knows how to sell your company. And when if they're the first doorway into the meeting of these candidates into your company, then that's uh, uh, someone you want that's very positive. Um, and I'd leave you with one final kind of bit of advice. And this is something that I, I put on our podcast on how to hire A players. I think that's episode four. Um, do a background check when you hire a recruiter. And I think it, recruiters and agencies tend to be really uh, open and honest and good communicators and really want to share for the most part within the market. And as a hiring manager looking to bring someone in-house into your organization, call previous employers and just do a quick reference checks, find out what their strengths, weaknesses were, um, and how did they work on a team, uh, any development areas, and, and go from that. And that will tell you a lot about the person that you're looking to, to bring in. So there, there's a lot of uh, information there about hiring talent acquisition people for your company if that is a position that you're looking to bring in. I hope that's helpful for you. Again, in summary, you know, really define what you and your team needs. Really know what you are offering to a potential candidate to join your team and what you're not offering. And then really start to dive down onto the things that you would look for when you're bringing them into your organization. I hope you found this episode helpful on how to hire talent acquisition people. And uh, of course, reach out to me if you have any other comments or if there's something that you would like Focus Core to share with you, uh, do a podcast on, we would be more than happy to do that for you. Wishing you all successful recruiting and look forward to speaking with you later.